This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by FMLS. Hey, welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. And I'm here with one of my favorite people, Lisa Carlquist of Artisan Custom Closets. Lisa, I'm looking for our cheat sheet, but I don't need it. That's okay. We don't need we one. We don't need one because we're sitting in the beer garden here at the home show, the 38th annual home show at the Cobb Galleria Center. And I love these home shows because if you are looking for anything to be done inside or outside your home, the latest the greatest, the newest available, it's here. It is here. I even got a free plunger today, so yeah, it's know, all here. <laughs> you know, I'll ask this lady, I said, what's so special about your plunger? She said, it's free. I'd say, oh, that's pretty special. And it's new. And it's new, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, you do closets, um, office closets, garage, cabinetry pantries pantry entertainment centers and and i mean it is gorgeous top of the line stuff and i've had you did my garage and are the are the before and after pictures still on your website i'm not sure but i will look and i'm going to put them back up because it was quite a difference <laughs> My garage, personal. no, listen, my garage was an armpit and I looked at it as it was the first thing you saw when you came home from work or left and it, it just, it put me in the worst mood because it's where you put everything that you don't know what to do with Right. and it just piled up and I called you and you came out and you took inventory of everything I had. We did. And you made a home for everything in my garage. Your garage became like another room in your house it, instead of just a garage. And you know what? Instead of, for a while, instead of bringing people through the front door, I took them around back and we entered my house through the garage because that became the nicest room in my home. It was a showpiece. It looked great. So Not, it's been three years. How does it look now? It is gorgeous and the cabinetry you know I, I had a little I was like gosh you know I've got two boys you know uh, 11 and 13 and they're pretty hard on stuff how's this gonna hold up to soccer balls hitting it and maybe car doors hitting it it looks like the day you installed it that's awesome I'm so glad and it should and you know what like I said you took inventory of everything I had and made a home for it folks my ladder has a designated space, its own home. And my, my camping pads have a home. I remember some chairs too. Yes, my there was outdoor. a place for outdoor chairs. I mean, you took, everything has a place. Yes. So nothing sits out to clutter the garage. And, and that's important. Yes, so when you pulled out to come here today, what you saw was a nice, clean, finished space. Absolutely. Not a bunch of clutter. And the kids know where, when they finish playing basketball, football, you Oh, took, we made the mudroom for yes. the backpacks and the shoes. I you forgot. don't know how many people envy that platform, little mudroom. I call them little um, cubbies. Or cubbies they, or lockers. Locker type things where each child 
and myself have the little, uh, you know, the hooks and the little bench where they sit on and they put on their cleats or their shoes, their backpacks go there. Everybody has their stuff and that's where it goes. There's no more, where's my jacket? Where are my cleats? Where are my shoes? Everybody has a place. Well, just so the listeners understand that I can build lockers, but I can't guarantee your kids will never ask you those questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, but you don't just do garages. So if people have if people have uh, say their pantry, their their pantries are just out of control, or their office or closets. Some people's closets, I mean, are just. We, we inventory whatever area it is. So if we're talking about a closet, we inventory your clothes, we measure your clothes, we count your you shoes. You measure clothes. We, right. The length of your feet as well as the height and length. How many shirts do you have as opposed to how many long skirts, long dresses, long sundresses, or short tank tops? How much do you fold? Um, we literally not just count your shoes, we measure your shoes because a size 6 takes up less room than a size 8. So we make sure everything fits perfect that is incredible so it truly is a custom closet it truly is a custom closet nothing we do is a standard or a set size we build it for you so but that being said they are adjustable up and down so you can take shelves in and out and move them around so if you ever sell your home it's easily adaptable to the next person who lives there this it's just Amazing. And think about how it would take the stress off getting dressed in the morning and finding what you actually need. I'm sure that you have customers that <laughs> they go through the closet and they're like, I had no idea I had this, that, or the other. Yes. And that it makes their closet feel and look so, so much, much bigger. bigger. Absolutely. And think about it. You go in your closet. You can go days without cooking in your kitchen. But if you're going to leave your house, you've got to go in your closet a couple of times a day. So you're in there a lot. It's a really important room. So, folks, if you have questions for Lisa, give us a call about any room that has cabinetry that you use that's not functioning. Oh, it's so frustrating when something's not functioning properly in your house. Uh, she can fix that for you. 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And organization solutions. Um, do you have tips on that for us? Well, a couple of things. If Hang, it, it's almost spring, it's Easter, so let's say by next Sunday, go through your closet and turn every hanger backwards, opposite the way you would normally hang them. And in six months, anything that's not, when you wear it and you hang it back up the right way, in six months, anything that's still backwards, you know it's something oh, you're not gosh. wearing, you need to get rid of it. I'm afraid I would have three things left in my closet. <laughs> and that's what most people do. But did that make sense? Turn all your hangers yeah. around. As you wash them and wear them, you put them back in the right way. And then after six months or so, anything that's still backwards are things that you probably don't need. That is brilliant. Oh, well, I'm did a you genius. Come up with that? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so what no. are the, what are the, the textures and the, the colors? That, so, you're, that, you're, that are in to use in, in closets. Right now, textures are huge, and all the earthy tones are huge. So 
20 years ago when I started in this business, we had white or white. And now we have, <laughs> yeah, um, yes, we had white, white or we had white, which would you like? Now we have more than 30 colors, textures, wood grains. The textures are hugely popular. So not only do they give the look of real wood, but they have the feel of real wood. So if you visit us at booth 323, you can actually feel a textured closet. And you truly don't know anymore if you're looking at a closet that's a laminate or a real wood. Well, we're having we're having computer problems that we have dealt with today. Where um, we have some people trying to call in, we'll try to get those up. I know that you have um, you have done some work for some celebrities. We won't name names, but what are some of the most uh, over the top things? Requests. Requ okay, we'll, yes. we'll put it we've that had, way. We've had some requests. Oh. Um, I want did an entire wall for 300 pair of sunglasses. So each pair of sunglasses whoa, whoa, had whoa, 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 its whoa, whoa. own little compartment, six inches wide by two inches deep, velvet lined, and they were on tilted shelves so that you could easily see all of the sunglasses. I'm sorry, I'm speechless. 300 pair. 300 so, pair. Yes. I, I borrow or just take the kids hand me downs, so oh, I may no. be wearing, you know, wrap around, whatever, whatever the kids are leaving behind is what I'm wearing. And it's really not common. I mean, the average woman that we see has 60 to 80 pair of shoes, but occasionally we see closets where the the wife, the female, has five, six hundred pair. So it's quite a challenge. You're about to have to pick me up off the ground. Oh my gosh. Okay. But we will say that, you know, the average person, Lisa, you will you will customize it to say I only have about 10, 15 pairs of shoes. Obviously, I need to go shopping. Yes, I'm not you kidding. do. I'm not kidding. I'm going to go home and I'm going to take a picture of my shoe area and y'all are going to feel so sorry for me. You're going to go shopping. And do something for me and 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 buy shoes for me <laughs> well obviously <laughs> so i need to come look at your closet and yes yeah. and then i'll take you shopping okay, so we can fix shopping. that problem that is so and more computer problems but anyway um but you will you will customize it to different budgets Right. Absolutely. I so mean, not everybody can spend. Not everyone has 300 pair of sunglasses. Right. So just to give you an idea, one closet that's 8 by 10 could cost 12 to 1500 or you could take that same closet and it could be 5000 depending on the options. Right. And whatever finish you choose or, or whatever, you know, if you put a coffee bar in. Have you ever anybody put a coffee bar in? We've done lots of coffee bars. Lots of coffee lots bars. Lots of coffee bars. Yes. See, this is my favorite part. Yes, it's hearing very how, cool. Hearing how the other half lives. We've done TVs that are hidden behind mirrors. So it just looks like you're looking at a mirror. But when you turn the TV on, it shows through the mirror. It's very cool. That's awesome i didn't yes. know that was even something that could happen yes but coffee bars are fairly common and it's a great idea because you get up in your bedroom and you have your coffee right there everything you need to get it ready and so. you can watch the news as you're getting ready and putting on your makeup i would never leave the bedroom closet <laughs> no 
No. Okay. We're speaking with Lisa Carlquist, owner of Artisan Custom Closets. They're they're uh, an exhibitor here at the Cobb Home Show. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll try to take your call at 404-872-0750 if our computer behaves. And we're broadcasting live from the Cobb Galleria Center. Talk to you right after the break. And welcome back to Atlanta Living, where we are broadcasting live from the home show, Cobb Galleria. Oh, this is like my home away from home. We are broadcasting live from the Georgia Landscape uh, back corner of the beer garden, making Kevin happy. And uh, in its Red Hair Brewery, uh, I've had a little, little Red Hair Brewery, have a little sample there up off uh, Windy Hill Road. Great beer if you get a chance to sample some of that in Atlanta's restaurants. I'm here with my friend Lisa Carlquist of Artisan Custom Closets. And Lisa has an exhibit at 323. So you can actually come and look at samples and feel the textures, look at the colors, and see, um, you know, see some designs that have been set up. Yes, because there are lots of options. Like I said, more than 30 colors, but there's obviously traditional, there's contemporary. We have probably 30 to 40 different door and drawer styles. We build all our own drawer boxes. So feel free to open the doors, open the drawers, pull the shelves out, look around, ask questions. Um, if it's something you've never had done, it's free to have an in-home consultation. So sign up to have somebody come out and look at your closet. You have nothing to lose. And everything's made in the USA, right? Not just in the USA, in Marietta, Georgia. So. Are you serious? Everything is made in Georgia? <laughs> we make all the, the closet parts, yes. We do order some doors and drawer faces out, but other than that, we make all the closets at my facility and in Marietta. And you have the cutest installers I have ever seen. I do. I have the greatest installers. They're such hard workers, and they do such a great job. We get compliments all the time. Um, through our surveys and on our reviews about what a great job they do. So don't think that you have to live with a cluttered closet or a gosh awful garage. You can, you know, have a have a consultation. Um, it's it's more obtainable than you think. Yes, and they'll provide you with a 3D view. So even if you're not a visual person, you'll be able to look at the picture and get a really good idea of what the final product would look like. And it'll just make your life a lot simpler, hassle-free, and you just added so much value to your house. Resale value, um, and it's, it's going to be desirable to the next, the next person. I just recently sold my home, and one of the things they listed was the closets are incredible. Having those closets made a difference. People notice it. They stand out. Come see it at both 323 if you're here at the home show. More Atlanta living coming your way. This is Lisa Carlquist of Artisan Custom Closets. Come see them. We're broadcasting live from the Cobb Galleria for the 38th Annual Home Show. Stay tuned. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. Belinda Skelton. Easter holidays right around the corner and that involves so many 
traditions and of course celebrating the religious holiday traditions is at the top of the list but for many people Easter is a holiday that involves bringing family and friends together for special uh, Easter meals so that's why I brought in the expert in southern cooking Rebecca Lang she's a food writer cooking instructor ninth generation southerner also an author of uh, uh, southern livings around the southern table quick fix southern and a host of other cookbooks so rebecca all eyes are on the easter table right now oh absolutely as they should be and Brenda, you know, with what I do for a living, my house is the place where everybody comes. All of our family comes to us pretty much for any holiday. I think once your parents send you to culinary school, you cook forever. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> for our Easter meal, I really try to make sure that we have those family traditions that go on for years and years. So um, we still really insist on dying real Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. I don't want plastic eggs at all. And, of course, we get dressed up for church, and we really make it into just a wonderful day to be with family and we really focus on each other and focus on the reason for the season and and you know it's those traditions around family that people remember 50 years down the road those are the things that are important well i still make my 11 year old and 13 year old dye eggs i think it's become more for me at this point than them but i make them do it well i think it's a good sign when your kids have their fingers dyed all different colors and especially you know if, you, if yours are dyed too i think that's that goes well with any easter dress don't I, you think? I think you know they'll match whatever i put on them <laughs> okay so what do you start doing and what can you start doing ahead so that easter dinner is not stressful because you want to spend as much time as you can with your family Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think um, really trying to think even two weeks out, start thinking right now about what can you make and what can you cook ahead of time to put away and really just make sure that you, on the day when it comes to Easter, we actually have a big meal the Saturday before Easter, that Saturday night, and then we Mm -hmm. have Easter um, lunch after church. But just make sure you can do as much ahead of time and freeze if you need to, if Mm -hmm. you need to go ahead and bake and freeze. But you want to make sure on that holiday that you've got time to spend with your family that's there because, you know, ultimately everybody doesn't want to be celebrating out on the porch or in the living room and you're in the kitchen trying to finish everything up, you'll miss all the fun if you're doing that. So just kind of look ahead and make sure you've made kind of a timeline is what I like to do is I write down every day what I can do today that I can take off a little bit of stress for the holiday. And then it it really makes things move a lot smoother and it helps you clean up faster. You can clean up in stages. You're not all trying to wash dishes at one time. So it really makes it a lot easier and you know, kind of thinking with that, um, in the fact of thinking ahead, I don't know about at your house what kind of Easter baskets y'all like to have, but, you know, think about that ahead of time. What kind of baskets are, are we going to hunt all our eggs with? What are we going to um, have ready for the kids to run out of the door? Because, you know, I live in Athens, and in Athens I feel like every Easter season we have like six Easter egg hunts. So we've got to have a basket at the back door ready to yeah. go anytime and a beautiful dress to put on and some cute little seersucker shorts so we've got to be ready and one of the ways i found that's really cool i don't know if you've um seen uh personalcreations.com no but they have beautiful easter baskets they're wooden baskets 
You can customize the linings. You can get whatever kind of print that you want on a fabric lining. And then you can get it personalized with the child's name on the basket. So if you're like us and you go to an Easter egg hunt mm-hmm. with four zillion children, you know, those baskets can get mixed up pretty easily, and this keeps that from happening, and they're just a really thoughtful gift, too. But they have home decor in Easter if you're looking for an Easter wreath or something pretty to put on your table. Personalcreations.com has all of that. Personalcreations.com. That's excellent. Oh, yeah, you'll love it. Okay, so what are some unique suggestions for the the Easter meal? Like, what is your thing that you put on your table? to cook together. I know. Um, I love to put things on the table that kind of bring back memories. And I think I've told you this before that I have uh, my grandmother's skillet. I have yes. Spiders. So as far as the tableware, I always make sure to have things that my mom can recognize, my dad can, and I want my children to know that that um, that platter came from their their great grandmother. So mm-hmm. I think those things are important. And as far as making the meal, I think it's important to remember farmers around us that are local and the people that are in our state that we really want to support. And you know, right now is a perfect time to kind of remember peanut farmers and kind of work that into our menu. I know as growing up in the country, I think you know farming is so important. So especially to our state economy. And I don't know if you knew, but right now it's National Peanut Month. I did not know. It's a perfect time to snack on some peanuts. But if you go over to the website, peanutbutterlovers.com, they are having a recipe contest for peanut butter. And I bet you have some in your family that's really good. But the recipe contest is called PB My Way for Life. Uh You can enter in your family um, peanut butter recipes. Mm -hmm. And then they've got up to five winners. Oh and I actually gosh. have I have a new book uh, coming out in two weeks, Belinda, called uh, The Southern Vegetable Book. I'll have to get you a copy. Yes. Um, but I have a recipe in there where I fried Brussels sprouts, oh, and then wow. I served the Brussels sprouts after that with uh, sliced jalapenos and fresh parsley, and then I made a peanut butter vinaigrette to go on top of it. So A peanut I, butter vinaigrette. Yes, it is so good. Were you just uh, in the shower one day and said, I think a peanut butter vinaigrette? Oh, I probably. I do some good thinking in the shower. You know, with children, it's the only place I'm alone. I know. I just would never have put those two together. Okay. Well, we'll have to have that sometime. Okay. so good. But if you had a glass of champagne and those as a starter for Easter, you would be so happy. You know my my favorite way to eat peanut butter? On a spoon? It, with a spoon in front of the TV. <laughs> that's a good thing, too. I just keep it simple. Yeah, well, that's good for you. And it's a lot of protein. That can be your protein boost. Now, what are your your family's favorite Easter traditions that you like to do? Well, we always make sure and get outside, play in the yard, because it's so pretty this time of year. Before it gets hot, you know, the weather's just perfect. So a lot of things we like to do kind of revolve around, of course, food. And we like to get in the garden and plant. And I love heading to the farmer's market and getting some of those beautiful little spring carrots and the little peas that are coming in and pea shoots when you can find them right mm-hmm. now. But I really like to make the most of all the produce, just like it would, it reflects my new the new book I was telling you about, the Southern Vegetable Book. But another thing, I don't know if you all tend to do this, if you and your husband snack out of the Easter baskets when nobody's looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> before, during, and after. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, my children have gotten to the point they take their Easter basket and they hide it just <laughs> Just because they know that we'll get in it and they wake up the next morning and it's got less and less candy. Oh, yeah. But one cool thing, um, Cheetos brand actually did a survey and 
60% of Americans really wanted more variety in the treats that they have at Easter. So kind of a different cool thing to put in the Easter basket is Cheetos Sweetos. I don't know if you have tried them. Never heard of them. Well, your kids are going to go crazy because they're cinnamon sugar puffs, so they're really, really good. But they're only available around Easter, so they're going to be gone after the holidays. You might want to stack. Okay. Now, what are these? A cheetah. It's a Cheetos brand. It's Cheetos brand. They're called Sweetos. They're okay. going to be over in the snack section. But it's something different to put in the Easter basket, even if you wanted to put them in a pretty little cellophane bag with a pretty ribbon. I mean, that's something great and different, so everything's not always the same for Easter. And for those of us that are sneaking in that basket a snack, it sure is delicious. I'm like, how did the ear get torn off that rabbit? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes they just disappear. <laughs> you know, you never know what happens. <laughs> no, it breaks every year in the same place. <laughs> I need to talk to somebody. Well, um, as far as vegetables, fresh is always best. Keep oh, yeah. it simple. And, you know, I found, too, working on this book, I've learned a lot of new things about vegetables that I didn't realize. Like right now when we have so many um, carrots that are just so beautiful and fresh, mm-hmm. we even have rainbow carrots available pretty commonly in farmer's markets. A lot of times uh, you probably grew up the same way I did, thinking that you had to peel carrots. Mm-hmm. I did some yesterday. Well, if you peel the carrot, you actually take off a lot of the nutrients. There's more nutrients in that peel than there is in anything else. Oh, my gosh. So you can just rinse off the carrot and wipe it, you know, wipe it dry right. with a paper towel or a clean kitchen towel, and you add a lot more nutrients than you would, and you don't have to peel, and you save some time. Okay, so it, regardless of how ugly, ugly that outside looks, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Just close your eyes, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, Happy Easter to you, Rebecca, and and tell us about this new book that's coming out. Well, I'm so excited about it. It is divided up by seasons, which I think is super appropriate for vegetables. Yes. So we really wanted to do something. You know the way that I eat. I'm far from being a vegetarian. So I wanted to do a vegetable book, but I wanted it to also be where the vegetables were right at home with bacon. Oh, yeah. So the book is far from vegetarian, but it really showcases um, kind of the traditions of the South and our vegetables because, you know, generations ago, Our grandparents and our great-grandparents, they only ate what grew close to their home. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, you ate only what you grew. Right. So I think we're kind of coming back to that now. We've kind of gained our senses, and we're coming back to a time that there are seasons for a reason and that vegetables taste better in the season that they are meant to be in. Um, and I think it's just a, a good time to, to look at those traditional recipes and see why they were. You know, I've got in there squash casserole, all made from scratch. There's no pre-made ingredients in it. But there's a reason my squash casserole was on the table on the 4th of July, because that's when squash were abundant. And it's okay that Brussels sprouts have bacon in it. Oh, it's totally okay. Yeah. I think shrimp is, you know, right at home. The cream of the crop and shrimp go together perfectly. So all those things that are inherently southern go together with vegetables just as well as everything else does. So um, I wanted it to be a true reflection of southern vegetables and kind of the history of vegetables. And the photography in it is stunning. I mean, every page you could take it out and frame. Well, as a uh, ninth generation Southerner, I think you know what you're talking about. Where can we find your books? Uh, 
uh, the book, Southern Vegetable Book, is going to be available wherever books are sold. Okay, young lady. Thank you so much for joining us, and happy Easter. Happy Easter to y'all, too. Okay, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Hey, welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It is time for Breaking Chews. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, and festivals. It's festival season, of course. I'm here with our favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. And hallelujah, Mm. spring is here. Yes, it is time for patios. It is time for dining al fresco. And, you know, the unofficial opening day for all this has to be Easter brunch, wouldn't yes. you say? Oh, yeah. You know, there's a few things in life that pair up as nicely as Easter Sunday and just a good hearty brunch. So at BelindaSkelton.com, I have assembled an embarrassment of brunching <laughs> op- of riches of, uh, of brunch options. So I'm going to touch on a few, but don't fret. Go to BelindaSkelton.com and, you know, the whole list is there. Brezza Cucina uh, in Pont City Market. They're doing a special brunch on March 27th. That's right off the Beltline. I definitely think you should check that out because then you could take a walk on the Beltline afterwards. Echo, which is in Midtown, they are open once a year for brunch, and it's Easter. So Echo, if you've never been, is a fantastic place to try. Also in Midtown, real close to Echo, same restaurant group, Lure. They're doing an Easter brunch by the sea, so a lot of uh, favorites with uh, seafood uh, flavors there. The Shake Shack in Buckhead, Mm -hmm. they're celebrating Easter with an Easter egg concrete, which is uh, this thick... Um, vanilla custard, and it's got a lot of goodies in there. And you can hunt for a special gold sticker under your cup. And if you got one of those gold stickers, you win a prize. So the Shake Shack, um, real close to the Shake Shack is also Le Bilboquet, and that's a great restaurant. They're doing a special Easter brunch. Um, Southern Art in mid, in uh, Buckhead, excuse me, in the Intercontinental Hotel. Um, they're doing a brunch, and after brunch, there's going to be a petting zoo and <gasps> Easter really? egg hunt. Yes. In fact, next door to Southern Art um, in the Ritz Buckhead, they're doing an, a, a uh, they're having an Easter bunny. They're doing egg hunts, and they have an exotic petting zoo with animals including kangaroos, camels, and monkeys. No way! Yes. Oh, so lots of really fun, cool, different things you can do. Turban Licks is having an Easter bunny. Um, that's right off the Beltline as well. And Ray's Rio Bravo, they they're open for brunch now. They do sort of a Mexican theme buffet. That's going to be a lot of fun. So Easter brunches. I've got all that information at BelindaSkelton.com. And just finally, really quick, my favorite festival on the planet, the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. Tickets just went on sale yesterday. So mark your calendar, June 2nd through the 5th. Early bird tickets are available now. You can save a little money. Go to AtlantaFoodAndWineFestival.com. That link and more at BelindaSkelton.com. And where can we find you during the week? Uh, at my website, BitesNSights.net. And follow me on social media. Well, you've done a lot of work.